Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's dude, I have a key. I know what to do. <laughs> you learned it. Out figured it out. <laughs> like, like two in a row. It might even be three. Yeah. <laughs> we really hacked this whole st- start the podcast out right then. <laughs> what's Welcome your secret? Back. I'm curious. Like, what's what's working? Is it like you think about your grandma or something, or like what's been working for you? <laughs> A mobile device. Yeah, yeah that, that just stare help. at the screen. Something to put my attention towards. That does sure. help with uh, inattention. Or it <laughs> <laughs> does. Oh man, what's going on? Not a lot. What do we got new this week? <laughs> um, I joined a rock climbing gym. Gonna get pretty buff. Watch out. I love that. Yeah. I already could see the guns coming out. Uh, honestly, I was, I was going to say something, but I... Honestly, I think I probably had the heavier side than you guys on the treadmill we carried in. I think my side <laughs> was heavier than the, the double upside that you guys were on. For sure. <laughs> all the all that mechanical stuff in the bottom of the treadmill wasn't important to it. It's weight. light. It's light. Yeah, we move uh, treadmills as our side job. Uh, main job is a podcast. We but... have gotten in the business of moving treadmills <laughs> far too often. <laughs> I think I moved uh, treadmill about five or six times in the last year, and I don't think I'll ever top that ever again. I mean, yeah, I hope I don't. Yeah, we, the demand we, for this business. It's been the same treadmill. It's, pretty high. High. it's the same treadmill. <laughs> wow. Uh, we just uh, we got to show Braden the intro to the podcast. Oh yeah, uh, two last two weeks ago <laughs> that we referenced last week. Yeah. Uh, so Braden got to hear that, so that was good. Yeah. We moved on from then. We are. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're we're time. No, no more further discussion. Either. Glad you bounced back. Thank you. Then. Thank you. Yes. Things are looking good. Um, okay. I wanted to say something about the podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, I was on Podbean today. Okay. That's... You might need to pull it up because I think you were the last one to log in, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you should look at. Um, <laughs> We have had a steady decline <laughs> in the amount of listeners. Guys, wow. we're going we're gonna to need you to pick it back up. We need a lot more likes, a lot more shares, a lot more subscribes. We're seeking accountability here. You know, it's just it's just what you got to do. You know, when you care about someone, you hold them accountable, and we care about our listeners. You know, I do like to see that, that spike on, uh, on Tuesday mornings. You know, those are our most diehard listeners. <laughs> the rabid fan base. But... But we need to we need to grow, okay? So it's it's not just on us; it's on all of you. Yeah, we don't want to drop below the one fifties <laughs> here. Like that's just really bad for your rep in this business. And uh, so, if you, whatever you can do to pick it up, we'd appreciate it. Um, and maybe we could do a little better content too. I mean, so like and subscribe and comment. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I gotta get my mom started listening to this. We gotta build up our audience. I did uh, tell my uh, buddies in my other league we were watching football on Sunday, and I let them know. So uh, shout out to you guys when I send you the link because you guys are your new listeners. Hey. <laughs> yes, captive audience. Uh, no. I was handing out business cards at the bar on Saturday. <laughs> we gotta network this. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna probably start quit my day job and just full time. You know. Well, you can only do it Share all this, in this pod. Right. That's so. <laughs> what we got to do. We got to at least crack under above 100 ranked podcasts. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a big milestone. One ladder. One ladder rung at a time, you know? <laughs> so what's, what's happened since our last podcast in the NFL? What's going on? Oh, man, there was a lot of big players that were out last week. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey 
We thought that he was coming back, and then he got put <laughs> all, on IR. All week, you were like, oh, he's coming uh, back. Let's there's go. There's a 50-50 chance he plays on Sunday, and then he's stuck on IR for three games. Thankfully for the Vikings. Sadly, for fantasy football. Yeah. It's got to be so rough these last two years being McCaffrey owner. Like, I just can't even imagine where you're just thinking you're getting the keys to the... You know, to the, just the, the high-end sports car, and, and it's just... Uh, it's too expensive to yeah. not keep, working. keep it working. <laughs> it's a Cooper Cup trade, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully he gets back after three weeks, but I, I mean, it's got to it's gotta hurt those teams majorly. I mean, I can't imagine. Thankfully, I've never been a McCaffrey owner, which is sad to say, mm-hmm. but it's actually worked out these last two years. But it feels like the number one pick... Like these last few years, it's just been really rough getting the number one player in fantasy. That's a great point. Never a guarantee. It's crazy. Um, Carson also went to IR. Yeah, Chris Carson. That he's... one was was more seen as coming, but it was also super late. They did it on like Friday. Yep. Like I don't understand was... why teams do that. Yeah, and then was... you see the Vikings with Patrick Peterson on IR today. Immediately. Like, what? I don't know why you would wait. Yeah, get him back sooner if you. I don't know. It was really weird because um, they were kind of making it sound like it was like even a game time decision, right? And then all of a sudden it was like right before the game, like Carson's going on IR for three days. It was like, like a neck injury, like uh-huh. something that could be pretty like a serious. Yeah, neck injury. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's, it's so funny how some of these head coaches are just so void. Nick Chubb scratch kind of came out of the blue. Kind of came out of the blue. Just I didn't. Friday uh, afternoon, Friday they ruled him out. Yeah, but. I didn't think that was going to happen at all because we had Dalvin Cook, and you know if he's fifty fifty, he's playing and right. kind of have the same sort of think with Nick Chubb. If he's practicing in limited portions, probably gonna or play. rumored to play next week. You know he's probably going to play. He's, right, but right, yeah. um, and then Saquon was the other big back. Yeah, man, lots of that's uh, top picks four here. top fifteen backs in the NFL probably. Yeah, not not to you know. Talk about the other injuries that have happened even before this week, but right. it's insane. And then so there's been, you know, obviously like next week's really the uh, the buy, the really tough buy week. But this week, a lot of people were missing. I mean, the 49ers were out. Uh, you know, I just like there was a few, you know, obviously some decent players out already. So that getting that last second where you can't even prepare on waivers, I mean, that's just uh, a shitty. And then I mean, it just felt like you had a couple people leaving the game early too, like Gibson and. Kadarius Tony and all that kind of Dude, stuff. The Kadarius yes. Tony one was sad to see. Mm-hmm. He, he was about to go off again. Did you see the double move that he did before uh, on the injury? Disgusting. Oh, no. I, I mean, honestly, that was like, I don't think I've ever seen a move it, like that, actually. Like, that was the way he just stopped it was and crisp. completely changed direction was. Insane. The, the defender was left so far behind. It was he fell. I think didn't he fall? Yeah, it was a, a <laughs> top juke him out of his feet. top two juke of the week. The other one going to C.J. Ham of the Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude! Full back <laughs> dive, third and one run, and he dude. he gets to the second level. He goes whoop. Another 20 yards. He had a 30-yard run on fourth and one. Yeah. Pullback. That was, like, one of the most pumped-up plays for me of the year. I stood <laughs> up, and I'm like, CJ! Like, let's Dude, go. everybody loves CJ. Minnesota I mean, native. Dude's a running back, actually, yeah. who transitioned to fullback. Just beast. Yeah. We love we love CJ Ham. I can honestly say I've never seen a fullback juke guy at the second level like that. That was insane. dirty. Though. That was a really nice juke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> other big NFL stuff. We'll do one more, two more fantasy football ones, and get into just NFL news. Okay. Uh, Zach Ertz traded to the Cardinals. 
Oh, yeah? That happened after Thursday night's game. After Thursday night's game. That happened Same. Friday. And, like, all the question was, can you get double points this week? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Could you imagine? That'd be so sick. <laughs> puts up, like, 18 on Thursday and another 20 on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can't play, I no. think. I think it was. You can only play one game per NFL week. Oh, that would have been awesome. Fantasy like, would melt if that yeah, happened. Like, like so sick. Like, especially if it was, like, a Monday night team. Like, yeah. he'd get two full days. I remember, like, when Taysom Hill was eligible as a... What was it like a tight, tight end, end as a quarterback? <laughs> it's gonna be like that level shit. Yeah, truly. Oh my god, Hinton, right? Or Kendall Hinton? Hinton? Kendall Hinton. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, not, not, not a strong quarterback. Not a strong fantasy quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> no. Never forget. But, but no, he was a good, well, good wide receiver play, wasn't he? Yeah, he got his first touchdown in the NFL this year. Yeah, as a wide receiver. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's crazy. But I gotta say though, I mean, this makes you, if you're have Goddard, and I mean, I, that's gotta be. Exciting. I mean, obviously Jalen Hurts has been very dicey, but they heavily target the tight end and just having. I mean, they basically said they're going to feature him because they want him to earn his contract. So because he's going to, they're going to have to pay big bucks. So it's obviously an upgrade for for Goddard. I think um, it's an upgrade for Hurts probably as well. It's, it's, yeah. it's an upgrade for basically everyone involved except maybe AJ Green. Maybe, right, and but just for red zone yeah. targets. No, right. But everyone else in Which every win? offense gets better. Yeah. Yeah, and it's good for fantasy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other one, um, obviously key for the Cowboys' d- or offensive line, which is already probably again the best in the league already. Yeah, they're, they're, they're phenomenal. Done. But now they get Leo Collins back. Congrats to him. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I cannot believe he only got suspended five games. <laughs> it seems like it was too short a time. <laughs> I wish I could have seen. He's already back. I was yeah. seen that on tape, like I'm like just trying to like <laughs> just slip some money. Or was he like just straight up like, all right, I'll get. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just get, get, I think I think he's like, how much money you need how? to like pass me? Yeah, like I think that's like, basically that's, how it yeah, was. He just went up to the dude and said that, and then the dude reported him to the league. He got suspended for two games. He uh, he disputed it. And they yeah. said no, you're <laughs> suspended for five games. <laughs> So they had enough evidence to be like, no, this is much worse than we thought it was. Yeah. This like, never happened before. Like, why would you dispute that? Like, yeah. You're setting yourself up for failure. Uh, for sure, man. But he's back, and yeah, the Cowboys are going to get even better. Buy Zeke, buy Tony Pollard. Yeah, they're, they're all on the bye week this week, and so they get you know, to all practice together. And, I mean, that, that offense is running really well. Dak has made big plays when he's need to. Yeah, I don't. Crazy. I don't mean to go to it week after week, but I do believe Keaton's take on Dak was completely unjustified. <laughs> <laughs> he like says Jalen Hurts is a better and it's better, and Dak's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> he just does, can't win. <laughs> nah. I mean, the rose-colored glasses I think have faded a little bit on Jalen. I think he might feel a little uh, different. <laughs> yeah, J- Jalen is a gamer. Like he keeps you in the game, totally. which is interesting. But it's not, I would so much rather have Dak any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're five and one, and the Eagles are two and four. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, being a winner and being a gamer, you know, kind of proves the the Dak point there. It does. Um, <laughs> there's a difference in teams, but um, I want to throw in there. I'm wondering. Um, if we're starting to see what everyone predicted in the offseason with C.D. Lamb and he's taken over as the number one dominant over Amari. I mean, I know Amari's been hurt, but Amari had that huge week one, and then ever since then it's pretty much been, you know, very limited volume. It's been like three or four receptions and 
I mean, CD's been getting heavily targeted. CD hasn't even been that great, though, fantasy-wise, until this last week. I mean, he, yeah. he had a good week, week prior, but I think he had two or three in a row where he's like 30, 40 yards. Like, yeah. Pretty, pretty low. Got a lot of targets, but... I don't know, man. Amari's gonna. Amari's Amari. Like he's a beast. He's totally. gonna, he's gonna have really big games. Yeah. I mean, um, I say that as the person who just lost or will likely lose to you by you <laughs> making that smart move <laughs> to bench him for like AB. Because like I probably wouldn't have found myself benching Amari. Yeah, I mean Amari, he is like gonna gain. We're a little biased because we were pretty high on him going into the year, and I mean, I think that he's. Still gonna get his. He gets more targets. I mean, he's gonna yeah. get touchdowns. Like, I don't. I don't think it's the end for Amari. No, I think. I think CD has his ceiling limited because Amari's there. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Justin Jefferson Adam Thielen type situation. Yeah, you've, got, you've got CD coming in as like the, probably the better receiver talent wise at this point in their careers. But then you still got like that super reliable receiver in Amari and Thielen that you like. Are yeah. you have that comfort level going to? So. Yeah. And Dak's still growing too, but man, he looks so good. It's insane. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing with that, you know, if it is that Jefferson Thielen relationship, it feels like CD has a little higher floor where like Mark can have those more bust weeks, but For then sure. he can put up thirty and go off because sure. he's Amari. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other other NFL news going into the week. Um, it happened Monday last Monday, um, and we didn't talk about it on the podcast. But there's been even more information that's come out now. Uh, we definitely need to talk about it. But John Gruden and the NFL <laughs> oh, emails. Oh, yeah, man. dude, I, I literally wow. haven't read a single like quote from any of these. Emails. So, so I have. They, 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 they didn't come to... out with very much Gruden stuff. Like okay. I don't think these emails got to the public eye. Okay, we know that he. Um, we know some of the stuff he said to like Roger Goodell, like what he was calling him. <laughs> I only know what association. I only know what SNL did. SNL did a skit. Oh, they did on this John Gruden getting fired, and that's all my information I have on it. Other than just like he said racist things or homophobic things to to DeMarie Smith, the players' union president. Oh yeah, okay. Um, But so we don't. I don't think we know what that one said. But uh, it, was, it was pretty racist, apparently. Like I, I know, what, I know what the one said to to him, and it was very racist. Yeah. So, definitely deserves to lose his job. Uh, oh, I guess he stepped away. But, like, either way, yeah, you're not going to be the coach if that, yeah. that comes out. And then the NFL does their investigation, and they conclude that there are no other emails <laughs> in the NFL by anyone that said anything like this. Oh, and and uh, the whole world saying, uh, okay, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> Like, the whole reason they were investigating was Bruce Allen and the Washington Redskins. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, nope, stand up dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. How did, I wonder even how those leaked. That's crazy. You know, it's always interesting how these leaks happen. Then they had, did you guys see the or the text chain between Bruce Allen and, like, this guy within, or, like, uh, penalties or uh, suspension official for the NFL? No. no. They were, like, texting back and forth. They're, like, good friends. Um, Bruce Allen and this dude and they're talking about like this player suspension he's like oh what are you doing he's like oh I got wrapped up in this player suspension Um, god I need to look it up now but it was like 
they were both like cheering for the player to get suspended as long as possible. Oh wow! Like in a checks chain, he's like, "Yeah, probably gonna overcharge him." And Bruce Allen's like, "That a that a guy? Like, <laughs> wow. good, good looking out." It's like, what? <laughs> like, That's, dude, it's a they like are advocating for just giving a harsher penalty than they deserve, right? Whenever you look behind the curtain in these big organizations, or even like even you know just any big organization, it always seems like you know you think it's more official and like. Polite, but then you look at the back and it's like, yeah, what's up, bro? Like, we're gonna, you know, they just like influence and do that. It's, yeah, it's crazy. I can't even imagine what it's like a meeting with these owners or like how tight circle these communities have to be. Like, they have to constantly be like texting each other, influencing, and all that stuff. It's, uh, I mean, crazy, dude. A whole, like, this is the year of the scandal, like, of, with head coaches yeah. for some time. I think it's just, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> People dig for 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 stuff a lot more oh, nowadays totally. than they ever did before. One hundred percent. It was ten years ago. Like, yeah. It just shows you I mean, cannot be a you can you gotta be careful they, online. They had they had like emails as recent as like two weeks with like racist comments. So it goes yeah as, as far back as the last ten sure. years, but you should not kind have been of emailing. ongoing throughout. Right. And you should have been emailing that. You know, but he obviously was uh, feeling fast and loose, or back in twenty eleven didn't realize that these could get tracked to him, but. <laughs> Insane. I mean, I mean a lot nice. of boomers do, but yeah. we'll help teach you if you, if you needed lessons. <laughs> Johnny, we'll give you some lessons after this. You're probably listening to the pod now that you're out of a job. Um, <laughs> so don't worry, we'll uh, mentor you. We are we are hiring. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hire. That's just a battle. <laughs> <laughs> hire John Gruden. <laughs> Buy low on John Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> you can be our spokesperson. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Eli hasn't been texting Zach back, so we got to... We'll get the previous Monday night host on here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get in a we'll get in a text chain with Eli before he comes back with Peyton, and we'll uh, we'll have the fans of the podcast all decide what our question is for both of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll I think we'll see to come and present a few before the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got time. Yep, we got some time. Yes. Um, few other things. Uh, they can both be quick, but London gets another shitty-ass game. Always does. It's the worst. Like, back-to-back back weeks. Back-to-back weeks. Two, two, two of the like, six worst teams in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Insane. Uh, I, I read... There's like this Reddit thread or something of someone saying it, and they asked that exact question. Like, why do they always get the shitty games? Because me and you were even talking about it. They're like, why the hell... And I guess... Um, they, their theory... I mean, it's obviously it's a Redditor, so take it with a grain of salt. But their theory was that, you know... People are just excited for an NFL game in London. Why you waste a primetime slot when you can have more viewers and save them for the more premium primetime matchups and things like that? So that was that was their theory. I don't know. That's the only thing that's made slightly sense to me of why they do this. Like, a little weird. It, 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 I could get it. I, I could understand. I think like the teams that lose the home game wouldn't have drawn like a sellout crowd anyway. Right. So, so they're like. Like that's why the Jags are there every right. year because yeah. they aren't going to. They sell can out. sell to fifteen thousand fans, <laughs> right. Or here, or a hundred thousand fans in London, right? It's a p- p- pretty uh, good business decision. Um, and then another quick thing: the Ravens didn't rush for a hundred yards last. Oh week. man, that was a big that was a big topic <laughs> on, the, on the, the pod last week. <laughs> There was some fire in uh, the Colts' eyes that night, and then they still <laughs> lost the game. Wild, insane. So we're gonna keep track of you know. See if they can get that streak back. That might be the wildest Monday night game, fantasy wise, other than like Michael Vicks <laughs> yeah. in a very long time. No, they're just handing out fantasy points. So every, many fantasy every points. player in that game that could have been started. Mark Keith Brown, uh, Mark Andrews, they all went Jonathan off. Taylor. 
Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. Everybody went off. And the Ravens, it all happened like the fourth quarter, and then Lamar just starts hyper targeting Mike Andrews for everything. I mean, he was—he basically just only. I mean, there's a couple off, but he was like every two point conversion, everything, all the fourth quarter, and I, I was a victim of that stack. Like I was up 150 points. I was at 150 at 80, and then Lamar and Mark Andrews and Standard, and he ended up coming back, and I was just Oof, devastated. Yeah. Still hurts. Yeah, Let's go to week six. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk? Fantasy, do you want to talk Vikings? Oh, man. Vikings? Let's talk Vikings. Let's talk Vikings. <laughs> yes. I, I was going to talk fantasy, and I said, yeah, let's talk no, Vikings. Let's go Vikings. Yeah. Uh, we won. <laughs> kind of, again. Oh, <laughs> For the second week in a row. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. I think I was happy with the way we performed, I guess. Yeah. The offense. Like, um, like, I'm so mad watching us <laughs> eventually win. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> What's going on? Man, and it was just a heartbreaker again. Uh, oh Greg God. Joseph, man. It's like, I, I believe in the guy. He makes big kicks, but then, like, He misses man, two. It's, it, like and, the, then, and the game winner, 47 out. Like, yeah, that's it's not an easy kick, but, like, you got to hit those. Now, the yeah. thing is, as a big brain coach that I am, you know, I could probably out-coach a professional athlete in their own sport. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think that we should have set up Greg Joseph on the left hash uh, for the game-winning 47-yard kick just because he missed right hash earlier in the game and the previous week, left hash, 50-yard game-winning field goal. So, I mean, there was a little bit of data behind doing that and he sure. didn't, and he missed the game-winner, but we still won the game, and we move on. Um, we don't need to go too far into Kirk this week. But he does deserve another massive shout-out. Truly. He got us down in position, game-winning field goal. Great drive. 42 seconds. Gets down there in, I don't know, 32. Three great completions. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That second down run scared the shit out of me for a second. Though, oh, yeah. Uh, on, on that drive. But no, no, worst. we'll go down and get into field goal position. Miss. Get it in overtime and just stomps down the field like yeah. no, this shit's done. Yeah, he's, he's been so just. I mean, he's just been infallible in these key situations this year for some reason. Like in the past, he would sometimes you know he wasn't bad, but he wasn't above average in these situations. Like he could do it and he would, but it wasn't. He's every time bank on it. Right now, it's like I have so much confidence in these situations. It feels good. Right, to it's, feel that it's way. different. Zach was said it earlier, and he's gonna go to this point too. He's not like that on every drive or in every no. possession, yeah. and sometimes he puts us in those situations. Totally. Not necessarily turnovers or bad third down throws, but regardless, the dude is getting it done when we absolutely need it. Yeah, like, every every single every single every single time this year. I, I don't think I don't think there's been a game where he hasn't. I I don't think that you guys have said anything wrong, and as a Kirk hater still. <laughs> Um, I will say this is the the best I've felt about a Vikings quarterback, um, you know, who's able to have game winning drives since Brett Favre. I agree. I like. I've always, as a Vikings fan, thought oh, we get the ball back late, we probably won't go down and score. Right. And, like you want a quarterback that you're confident will go down and score, and so far this year, Kirk has been confident will go down and score. Which is just something uncharacteristic to Vikings fans. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you can point at every single game, and we said we at least had an opportunity 
Totally. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was, you know, the first half I was beginning to think it was exactly what I was predicting, which was just a total, like, just snooze fest, de- you know, slug fest Defensive kind of situation where it's just constant three and outs, and which, you know. It's definitely sky- higher scoring than we intended. And then all um, of a sudden, damn, that, that late but, fourth quarter just went went berserk. And it was good to see. I mean, even though it was, it, I think it was really we just gassed out the defense at the end, and that was why all of a sudden we were really able to open up, or maybe we just got more aggressive play calling. I don't know exactly what it was, but um, I mean, we ended up putting up a ma- like crazy yardage on one of the top off defenses in the league, five hundred yards, yeah, so, third highest in team history. Yeah, and the line was protecting Kirk, and you could see him have time to actually like. I thought the line was okay. Darisaw yeah. played pretty well. Darisaw was. This is his first really ever good. start, yeah. and he, he was really good. He was really good. And granted, the baseline is low. I mean, yeah, it's just yeah. improved. That doesn't mean that they're above average by any means. I just mean it was good to see more consistent pocket, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what I've seen. Um, the defense looked good for most of the game. It did. Sam um, Darnold looked Sam terrible. Darnold, I think his receiver... Uh, his Sam receivers looked, bad, looked worse. But Sam, no, the receivers were... I think that was the worst I've ever seen in a receiving core in the NFL. Especially Robbie. Yeah. In a game that I've watched. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they were bad. I'm pretty sure the official number was eight drops. Eight drops. And, like, that's a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you might get, like, one... Two's a lot, and three's, like, unheard of. They had eight. They had eight drops. It's like yeah. half of them are Robbie Anderson. Uh, they were. Chuba Hubbard had two. DJ uh, Moore had one. Uh, yeah. Like, right in his face. Uh, I think one of the... Tommy Tremble, maybe. One of the yeah. one of the tight ends had one, too. Dude, it was, a, it was weird, but then... But even outside of that, it, Sam Darnold looked bad. He did. Until they were down <laughs> 11 with five minutes left. Yeah. And, oh, my God... Dude, that last drive that they got the ball, the two, yeah, the, the five, four, 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 yard four, four, okay, fourth and ten at the four yard line, thirty yard dart yeah. to a streaming tight end, DJ yeah. Moore, money throw, yeah, just perfect. He burned Breland pretty bad. Yeah, that. and then we get two more or three more stops, mm-hmm. fourth and twelve. Fourth and no, I think fourth and ten again. Okay, fourth and ten again. And he converts. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go down and score the touchdown yeah. to go down two. They go for two, and of course, just barely over Eric Kendrick's hand. There, there's three. There's three plays in that game that if we had stopped them on that play, game was over. We wouldn't have needed Kirk to have we his game-winning drive. We wouldn't need Kirk to have his game-winning drive. So I don't have confidence in this team. Oh man, they they've showed a lot of fight, which I'm super pumped about. But man, they're trying to knock some years off our lives in the process. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love to see them battle back in all these situations, and hopefully the bye really gets them settled <laughs> and more consistent. Because man, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's great to have the wins at the end, but man, it's hard. I, I <laughs> yeah. looked at the schedule today because I, I heard in press conferences from Zimmer and Dalvin about an upcoming tough schedule. It's tough. Um, yeah. We're on by. We come back Halloween night. Sunday night football. Sunday night football. We are home, but we do face Dallas. That's going to be a tough. That's test. a great. We when we do play them in prime time, it's a good game. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. Lost um, Patrick Peterson. Which yep. I think is what caused helped the Sam Darnold on that key drive too is Cameron yep. Dantzler suddenly having to come out and take on DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. And that, that I, was, I was happy with Dantzler though, just to throw that in quick. No, yeah, I think yeah, he sure. played good. He just yeah. had a play. He just yeah, had that one bad play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that, we go to Baltimore. 
Followed by we go to LA Chargers. That's sort followed of by game. Green Bay home. <laughs> so you've got four. If you walk out of these next four games, two and two, you'll take thrill. that. Yeah, I'm very happy. You got five and one, five and one, five and one, four and two. Yeah, I mean, something. Like that. I would love to get two wins out of these next four. Yeah, um, I, I think they probably. I think our best bets are um, Dallas and Green Bay at home. Okay. Um, I, I might throw the Chargers in. They did Yeah, maybe the Chargers over Dallas, but not the Ravens. I don't. I don't think we go in there and we win. The Ravens one is the toughest. Yeah, I I know. I agree. I mean, we always struggle with those mobile quarterbacks. Man, and Lamar, Even Sam Darnold, yeah. Lamar is throwing the ball so well. He's, he's playing pretty well from he's a playing fantasy good. perspective. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, we don't. We could talk about it next week too, but. You, like our chances against Dallas? You're, we're, we're home, so that always helps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like our chances. I don't think that the Cowboys have anything all that scary to stop our offense. And I know that our defense will be able to stop Dak on some drives. But I imagine it's going to be a pretty close line. Yeah, and, I would think so. Um, the Vikings are pretty good at home. I might be going to this game as well. And yep. oh, I try to go to games that we're going to win. And Ooh. we'll see. I like it. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if we won. I, I, I don't know if I would bet um, an even line um, to, to the, on the money line I would yeah. bet on the bikes. Like, I probably wouldn't. We're um, a hot team, though. Vegas likes us. We are a hot team. We were the favorites at Carolina. I think we should have been. But okay. e- either way. Um, yeah, I like. I think I think we got a good chance. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a little nervous. I think it's going to be one of our most competitive games of the year. Um, I think we can beat them. Um, I do think it'll probably have to be a shootout. Uh, I'm a little nervous without Patrick Peterson, um, with Amari totally and CD yeah. and Dalton Schultz, and then I hope we have Michael Pierce back to help stop Sounds the like run. Is there a chance he was? Uh, Zim, Zimmer said that there's a. In today's, they asked him about him, and he's like, "Yeah, it'll be soon." Oh, wow. See, I was under the assumption that first week after it was announced that it was really bad and it was going to be multiple weeks. I, I think he sure. could be and back. It, it'll be back within these four games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that that could still be, you know, a three to five week injury. From now, yeah, it can be. I say, for me, I, I predict the Vikings do win if we have Michael Pierce. I predict we don't if, if Michael Pierce is out. Interesting. All right. Um, I, I think if Chris Boyd makes better plays than Bashad Breeland, that he should start over him, and that we're going to need him to show up even yeah, in that Cowboys game. I agree. Um, well, you don't think we need old Johnson in the, we, we, in the cornerback <laughs> in the <laughs> secondary? I, we were not going to talk about our own nah, player nah, nah, nah. <laughs> shooting out at the fans. <laughs> I would love to come around and just love Breeland by the end of the year, so that's what I'm yeah. holding out for. I hope that <laughs> he, happens. He did give us a little bit of hope with that pick at the beginning of the game. We're like, we made a good play, and then he just got shredded. Yeah. <laughs> Ups and downs. Ups and downs. I mean, that, that down, or that up, the interception... It was like after eight seconds of, of coverage and then a bad throw. It was kind of right to him. But it was nice. Yeah. On the topic of cornerbacks and on the topic of the Cowboys, I mean, it's a fantasy podcast, but we, Trayvon Diggs needs to shout out, man. He Holy is cow. money. Yeah. Like, he's just in the right position every single week. Like, okay. I mean, the, even that throw was off the receiver's hand, but yeah. still, like, he's there and then he, like, 
The ball is just finding him right now. The fact that he is guaranteed an interception a game, does that make their defense startable in fantasy? I suppose. I, yeah, dude. I'm honestly, I think they're a sleeper defense in all honesty in good matchups. I think they're a little better than they look. At least they might they might have some holes, but they can make turnovers or interceptions happen. But you forgot to mention we're actually dabbling into the IDP market on this oh, podcast, yeah. so it's actually not unrelated. This is a very key yeah, subject. We're giving it. He's going hard on this idea, yeah. you know. So if the listeners want it, they're gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine ever doing that. <laughs> or John Gruden's really into it. He's been um, listening, so you know the IDP. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, the NFL record is fourteen for the season. That means he needs seven in the next eleven <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I, I, that's insane. I He's not he going to get it. He gets a bonus game this year. It's not out game. of the question. That he, he, he does have he gets since the seventeenth game. A second year corner. He's yeah. got the size. He's and got the hands. hands. <laughs> He's got nice hands, dude. He, he he might be able to do it. But um, I mean, I yeah, I think he's too far away right now to even suggest. Sure. sure. Has a cornerback ever won the MVP? No. No. Just they, never. never LT well. and Allen Page are the only two defensive players. I feel like if he pulled that off. They would almost have, and he'd have to at least be top five in consideration if he pulled off and broke their all-time like turn. Because it wasn't—it's not even like an old record. I feel like that's yeah, even it's like not recent. Like, like it's like no, because the people, yeah, they just don't turn it over as much like they did back then. So that'd be insane. But I'd be so for it, man. It's cool, man. I, I I haven't watched enough of his tape or anything to see what he's been doing, but I, I heard it's just yeah, that's awesome. Fine, good. <laughs> Stephon Diggs' brother, and I love <laughs> yeah. Stephon Diggs, even though he's a diva and left us. Uh, he's my boy, and I will love him till I die. Um, well, well, the week six stuff. Um, maybe run through just any of the the big games that happened and and anything fantasy wise that happened through them. Yeah, well, I wanted to throw out there when I'm obviously Kyler had a big week and DeAndre Hopkins had a big week, but I'm getting a little little nervous about Hopkins and his volume. It seems like I mean he's gonna get the touchdowns at a higher rate than most wide receivers, but it's it's interesting because they're spreading out so much. It's like how long can he sustain it on like three receptions? It's just insane. But I I think Hopkins is totally fine. I think his situation is totally fine. I think he's the best receiver in that team. I think that Kyla knows that. I think they're trying to get the offense hot because, I mean, they are hot, they're, but then they're just tossing it around. But there's going to be a point in time where I think it's a force feed back to Hopkins. And there's going to be those games when it's like that, too, when it's more of like a dog fight, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they clearly go to him in key situations, yeah. no matter what. His schedule doesn't get that hard the rest of the year. And I think his bad games early in the year are more of a fluke, and he's going to have more good games than he will bad games. Like this guy has a pretty consistent floor, I think. I, I think I I think it's okay his floor, yeah. I think but, it's but, more, but his high is really high. I think it's more shaky than it has been in the past because he used to have like a twenty nine percent target share level, and he's definitely down a little bit. But he's still, I mean, he's still going to be a top. 10 wide receiver at the end of the year. So I, it's not, I would say that he's probably a top five receiver at the end of the year. That's a bold take. It's possible. Um, but never cards, cards moved to 6-0. and That's they, insane. Yeah. Beat, beat the Browns. Which... I mean, we couldn't do, and we couldn't beat them even though we should have beat them. Yep. 
they're 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 fun to watch. Uh, that's not the type of team that I think is a sixteen and or seventeen and zero type team. Yeah, no, but they I are agree. the last undefeated team, and they they probably could get a top two seed. Yeah, for sure. The, I I they could totally see them winning the NFC. Um, the Maybe. O- the offense is very very good. I, yeah. but, I mean they're gonna have to go against the Rams. That's a really good defense. I don't think that they would be as strong um, on the road. So if sure. they don't lock up the one or two seed and they have to play an away game or two. Or the Bucks, Like, you have, yeah. to, you have to go to Tampa Bay. I don't, tough. Yeah, I don't think that they're as strong if they're not at home. Right. And we haven't seen Kyler do it in the playoffs yet. It doesn't just... Like, right, you got to see it once just, to just, believe just, it. Right, it doesn't just happen like that either. Like, not every single quarterback who's good goes to the playoffs and they're good. But it's mm-hmm. crazy to see them do that with uh, Cliff Kingsbury out with COVID. He wasn't even on the side. I mean, yeah. I know obviously they're working with the coaches, but still, I mean, isn't he the play caller? I'm not sure. I think he's, I think he's, he's never involved he is, in the offensive yeah. play calling. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. That's crazy. I mean, he's up on 37 against the Browns, which they've shown to be a pretty solid defense. Like, not... You know the best, but definitely a good defense. Sure. You know, so it's top run defense at least. Um. So was yeah, I, I think those were the really the biggest games. There was the Chargers Baltimore game that we touched on earlier. Yep, uh, Baltimore, Baltimore obviously got some really well. good performances. Um, other good performances last week. Um, dude, Kirk led all quarterbacks. Yeah, number one fantasy quarterback. <laughs> fantasy quarterback. I did not know that. He had that weird first half where he was like pretty low in yards, and he just had to like air it out in the second half. He threw mm-hmm. a shit ton. Yeah, I, yeah, he was uh, thirty points. That's Josh insane. Allen could pass him. Josh Allen could pass him. Absolutely. Uh, Dak was up there. Kyler, Stafford, Hurts, dude, Hurts. <laughs> He's a great fantasy quarterback. So good for fantasy. <laughs> so good. Like. Oh man, I can't believe he's this good for yeah, fantasy. Yeah, he's really good. I haven't felt a, like this about a player since Blake Bortles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I won a championship <laughs> yeah, with Blake Bortles. You like, did win dude. a championship with Blake Bortles. Dude, my first ever championship, Blake Bortles took me the whole way. And every the single worst game was quarterback ever. He was a beast. Like, he just brought home the touchdowns. Dude, it, I think he finished at like quarterback four that year. That was like nice. he was so good. <laughs> I don't know if it was that good, but he was real good. He was good. And then uh, it's just crazy because did you guys watch that game? Like, he literally did it with two rush. It was I think it was two rushing touchdowns at the end of the game. He just started yeah. scrambling, and then suddenly went from, like, five points to 22. But we can't just talk about Blake Bortles' knuckle. Bortles! Bortles! Poor Bortles. We love Jason. Love you, Jason. <laughs> uh, other good performances, wide receiver, CD Lamb. One off, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen. Those were the three like major ones. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones, Jalen Waddle both had good weeks. But those first three It was good to see. Great to see for you, yeah. yeah. After the trade. Dude, Adam Adam's just Adam. Dude, that catch in the end zone, which we didn't talk about earlier either. Oh, that was unbelievable un- catch. Unreal. I, 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 I had to rewind it a few think, times. I did not think he caught it. I, I didn't, like, they, he couldn't They're going to review it. It's going to say he didn't catch it. There's it's no not, way. That good of a catch. But but it, it was totally that good. It was that good. And it was just one of those situations. Like, I actually called him. I was like, I call, uh, you know, when I hit third down, it was like Adam Thielen, one of his signature, like, little red zone yeah, routes. Unbelievable. But then that catch, uh, yeah. Unbelievable. He is, I think he's going to age gracefully, honestly. I think he could be, like, a long-term, like, Larry Fitzgerald type where they maybe move him into the slot long-term if he starts to lose a little bit of juice and he still is just reliable red zone option. You he's know, a beast, man. He's got monster. 
awesome hands, runs great routes. Yeah. Not he's not the fastest guy, but he's not slow either. No. Um, but he's he's just crisp. He, he was just, a second team All Pro. He gets three he, years ago. He gets open, and then he had fourteen touchdowns last year. Yeah, like, the dude's a beast. It's just is what it is. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup. That's a that's a weird dude. Yeah, I don't know Robert how Woods went I, I don't know how they year. don't game plan better against him. Yeah, and then Cooper Cup just continues to dominate. Dominate. You know that's their number one guy, and they teams can't do anything to stop him, even though you need a double team there. They, they, or they run him out of like every single spot. Like he's just playing all over the field, and mm-hmm. he's just so good. Has that's he been really getting double teamed? Have you guys seen? Is he just so good at his routes that he gets the separation and Stafford can place it where he needs to go? Like it's a lot of it's just creative, creative game plan. Like he's out of the back. Like he just had a one of his touchdowns was last week. He was out of the backfield. Just run, just runs that nice little route right out of the backfield, wide open. Nobody can get to him in time. Sneaks around the wide receiver, blocking outside, and he's in. It's just like it's too easy. It's yep. so it's so good to see a guy that can like Stafford that can actually execute Sean McVay's offense and do it at a high level. Like it's it really shows Sean McVay again as you know just a great offensive head coach. But would you rather have Clint Kubiak? Calling your plays. Oh, Clint, for sure. <laughs> you could really tone things down, make them a lot more plain. If yeah. You went the Kubiak style. Some teams like that. <laughs> but oddly enough, they put up. I think I saw it was it the third most total offense in franchise history. Yeah. <laughs> and like what? That did not feel like that. That was it's kind of it at the end. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. The game. It, it lasted. At least three hours forty minutes. Yeah, like, it was. It went till three forty-five. So long. Every, every game was over, and we were still playing. <laughs> yeah, we were just getting yards, but then not closing the game out. Yeah, you, you know how it goes. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had another big week. Leonard Fournette, uh, Joe Mixon, Daryl Henderson, Dalvin Cook. Then you got all of the backups that people got to pick up. Daryl Williams, <laughs> Kenyon Drake, Khalil Herbert, Alex Collins. Beast. Yeah. Everybody put up good weeks. These waiver guys, they're if they started this week, they were having a good running back week Dude, this week. Right. If you picked up the starter that was on waivers, <laughs> you got a great score. Yeah, sure. Even Chuba Hover got like fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even uh, the Giants guys got like nine. Devontae Booker, yeah. yeah Booker. Like, they were playing the Rams. Nobody should have picked up and started Devontae Booker. Right, and all the other ones. They, all the other ones, They were yeah. all startable. I mean, they were. It's, it's fun to watch. Yep. Um, Noah Fant showed up big. Mike Kosecki again. Mark Andrews. And then the return of O.J. Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone called it. <laughs> I got that offense. Is there's crazy. so many oh, touchdowns man. to give out there in Tampa Bay. And if Gronk is out, Howard might be a spot play now. People right. will I thought Cameron Brait might fill that role, but there's just so many touchdowns there that yeah, the tight end's going to get some. Right? It's kind of with the number of weapons they have, too. There's, like, double-digit, like, you know, you still have, like, they got three deep at tight end. They got Brait, O.J. Howard, Gronk, and then they even, like, Scotty Miller and those guys. It's just crazy. Tyler Johnson, man. Yeah. Tyler Johnson, even Taylor. Uh, what is that? Caleb, something Dodson, Jalen Dodson. I'm not sure. He's a rookie. Um, he's a little guy, but he's supposed to be really good sure. in the future. Um, but obviously, there's not enough room on the roster <laughs> for him crazy. to play, not enough room on the field. But interesting. I guess um, it was good seeing Gasicki um, with uh, Tua actually get some volume and look good. He actually mm-hmm. could be 
you know, he could our, end up being pretty solid from our, here on out. Are Gusecki and Noah Fant every week set it and forget it tight ends? Or is this a one-off wonder? Can we that conversation? Not yet, Garrett. He plays. <laughs> in like, right now, they just kicked off. No, I know. I'm, and, I'm talking and, about... And you need 20 points from him well, to I'm win not, your fantasy I, I don't think matchup. I'm going to win. I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get 20 points out of Dawson. Well, now did. Jinxed most me, so now it is going to happen. That's <laughs> yeah. a problem. I guess. Is that all I gotta say every week? Just yeah. To win? I just need to. Garrett has been doing this. This is how he wins his championships. This is how he cheats. <laughs> he tells <laughs> all of the people in the league, oh, there's no chance I'm gonna win this week. Oh, I've already lost. Like, there's no hope. And it's like, dude, it's like 50 50 going into Monday night. Why are you, like, talking to me? Like, it's fucking over. Okay? Like, he would need the highest kind of performance of the week. And then Garrett wins. He needs to go 80 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> I have a two-paragraph-long text from Garrett just telling me yeah. about how he's going to lose. Yeah. And all this, this is a classic faces. Garrett move right here. I, I, there's nothing. You just got to shut it down. You got to say, yeah, you are going to lose, okay? Quit quit trying to play this backwards psychology game here and taking these W's from our league. You gotta stand up against the jinx. That's the key, people. Yeah, I, don't, I don't trust it. I think that we gotta make standing up to the jinx illegal in this league. Yeah. It's not fair. Alright. Uh, interesting. Alright, so we said Mike Gusecki and who? No offense. No offense. Maybe. I, I think Gusecki... No, I don't think either one is. No, no neither no, one? No, no. You're not comfortable <laughs> starting them? Garrett, there's no good tight ends this year. No, they're all terrible. So why not take the 6 and 7 guy? You know, if they're not one of those top 5... The 6 and 7? No, seven I know. And eight? I'm, I'm just saying... Couldn't, he, couldn't yeah. they both be in that tier? I'm not tier? saying set and forget. Like, they're, they might have four, three or four straight weeks where they're bad, and I would drop them. Yeah. yeah, but then... But that's, that's like it, where it's like you have a set and forget like TJ Hawkinson. I don't really care what you do. I'm probably not going to bench you. Hawkinson has not been very good here. I know he hasn't, and that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. Is that's where I would take Hawkinson, but I wouldn't take Gusecki or Fan. I considered picking up Ricky Seals-Jones and starting him over TJ Hawkinson last week. Yeah. And I didn't because I was like, I'm just going to ride Hawk again, but he's been getting so double-covered, and the, I think the, 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 the quarterback situation is there. so crappy that it, it um, and his knee injury has been an issue, so I almost wanted to play the better matchup. Yeah. But obviously it restored a lot of confidence this week with all the volume he got and everything, but I, I mean, it was it was a question for a second yeah, for he, me, honestly. He, he had three consecutive weeks that were bad. Yeah. Uh, two for ten. Four for 42, two for 22. Um, but prior to that, he had eight for 97 in touchdown, eight oh, for 66 in touchdown. This week he goes, he goes eight for 74. That's, I'm like, I'm not going to bench him at all oh, this no. year. And but after you might have lost your fantasy matchups because you started him those three bad weeks. I definitely did. I definitely yeah. did. So that's fair. That, that's why I think there's teams that are willing to buy him high, and I think there's sellers that are ready to sell him at space value. Sure. And that creates a trade market. It does. That it does. Um, but, yeah, Gasicki, it'll be interesting when Devontae Parker and Will Fuller and those guys get back. But he's pretty solid, and they'll take him at this point because it's a wasteland out there. <laughs> right? No. Um, just quick to point out, week six injuries. Uh, Kareem Hunt, we talked about. 
But man, it was tough to see Kadarius Tony go down. Yeah, I paid up big for him in our fantasy league. I said, you know what? That could have been a league winner move, man. If if there's a league winner out here this year and I it's didn't him. bid on him, yeah. I'd be kicking myself at the end of the season and I said, There's a chance Kadarius Tony could be a league winner. You gotta pay up big for him. I agree. He's looking yeah. like what everyone wanted Rondale Moore to be, which I'm not saying yeah. can't still happen, but I think that this Better, is actually yeah. the situation that people were hoping for that was happening with him. And hopefully he's, he's not hurt long-term. Cause and after the game, amazing. they said that he was a big part of the game plan this week. And that like it kind of shook them up when he got hurt. Like he, they, I think he, they were intending him to be like yeah, Well, he started out with 3 for 35 in the first. Like the first <laughs> and he was looking good. Yeah. But then he went out, and you're like, if he's out for a significant time or he just doesn't have a great year, you're going to think, what if he didn't get hurt? Like, could he be that good? Seriously. I mean, then Daniel, Daniel Jones was checked down City to Sterling Shepard after that, and it was just a total offensive implosion, which is yeah. sad to see. But, yeah, dude, it's so funny just, like, looking at how much people doubted Kadarius Tony going into the year just because, you know, Everyone was just talking about, like, you know, his college stats and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's cool to see him just, like, breaking through all the doubt. Agreed. Um, I was going to say, let's just talk about our league matchups. I was quick. just going to say the same thing. <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> this is a fantasy football podcast. we got to talk about our own fantasy league. we got that ESP going on. Um, yeah, in our main league, we got... I, I won back-to-back weeks. I got a nice... Victory over Chris this week. Justin got a Mitch over win. Just Justin seems dominating. Mitch's team yeah. is looking sad. Yeah. Matt dominated Keaton. Same thing. A really good team versus a not so good team. Both go to five and one. Matt and Justin. Yeah. And then Mitch and Keaton, I think, go down to four and two, two or two, two and four. four. Yep. Yep. Um, and then Braden and Garrett, you guys are in a matchup that's yeah. technically not over. Yes, yeah, a 50-50 chance according to Zach, so I'm feeling pretty good. And I did not like, did you just put, did you put that I won on this or no? Uh, yeah, I, that, that's a classic Garrett move. Your record is you would win. <laughs> that, is, that is totally what Garrett would do. Oh, I already wrote it down as a win. Like, it's probably, just, it's already done. I did the same. There's no chance I'm going to win. And then he wins, and he just makes you feel so bad about it. This like I didn't need you to do that in my face, Garrett. And then he crushes your your hopes and dreams for the rest of the season. It's like a black. That's flag. why I did standings question mark as if it were. Are these going to be the standings? <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm very nervous about my chances now. I'm gonna be honest. I need people to write in suggestions said, on how I, we it stop. Says, it says two games that look over but may not be. Raiden over Garrett. Eric over Tom. I don't know how to read. I'm just looking at the, the numbers, the record. This guy, he just typed it in right now. He's yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyway, so um, other news, Garrett continues to jinx me. Um, Touchdown, Dawson! <laughs> 100 yard score! Wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> 80 yard touchdown. Is Stephon Diggs going to have 2,000 yards and two touchdowns this year? Like a, a Julio Jones He might have a Julio classic. Jones um, line. I, this offense is just spreading the ball around. Uh, Zach Moss gets a lot of looks. Dawson Knox. Manuel Sanders is outscoring Diggs right now. Yeah, Cole beast. Beasley is often targeted. Not He's not the best and terrible guy, but he gets targeted. Uh, and Gabriel Davis like shows up every now and then, too. Yeah, there's... A lot of good pieces on this offense, and they've been playing on fire. 
But yeah, I definitely so, think this is a low moment for him too, where I feel like he's gonna get his for sure. Actually, for sure. Two thousand for two is a respectable season. <laughs> two thousand for two. <laughs> no one, would, no one would okay. look bad on you for that. <laughs> uh, so what we were talking about? I need twenty-one from Knox to catch up to Braden. Tom needs forty-five from AJ, Julio, and Randy Bullock. <laughs> wow. I think really? Bullock might have the leg tonight. Yeah, he <laughs> might. You might have watched him drop like a 22 or something. <laughs> Just one of those kickers do that. <laughs> Just a kicker battle. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah. Um, did you look at your best ball of the day, Zach? No. Oh, you tell me about yours quick. I'll, I'll, I'll tell pull you about mine quick. Okay, so I, I, I am just winning in those two leagues that I like. A six-person league and a 12-person league. Yep. So I'm, I'm currently winning money. Okay. Um, and I've got a pretty good lead in both, and I like the teams. But um, the other side, the ones where we did like the million-dollar ones, I'm like fourth, fifth, and sixth in my three out of 12. Yeah, they're totally I mean, not out of it. Not out of it. So we, we got a chance. Yeah, in my smaller one, I think I'm in sixth, but okay. in the uh, the big one that we did together, the million dollar one, um, we're in third. Let's go, qualify or no? Do you have to get top two? I think you need top two Ooh, to qualify, shoot. but we might still have some guys this week. Um, yeah, we still got Derrick Henry. Oh. <laughs> so we're moving Ooh. up to, to second yeah, we'll, in, we'll in, okay. in the million we'll dollar okay. league. We'll be okay. Yeah, we're getting in the, we're getting in the bracket there. Yeah. Um, that's great. Uh, real quick, waiver wires guys we like this week. Um, you're gonna need to pick up somebody and play them. I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be injuries, so running backs will pop up. But there's no one like clear at this point in the week. I wouldn't think for running back. I mean, the one that might be interesting the is the yeah, Dearness Johnson. Or, yeah. Or Demetric Felton. I guess I would assume it's Dearness. But are out. One of those running backs is gonna get. He's gonna yeah get a fantasy game. relevance. Right. But it's unclear who that is at this point. Yeah, we do not know going into waivers. Um, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Jameis, Matt Ryan, I'll have, like, matchups, I guess, you could start a quarterback because there's a lot of guys on bye. you got Josh Allen, Dak, Justin Herbert, Kirk Cousins all on bye. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, I, I, mean, mean, I think Ryan Tannehill is another Who do you play? Kansas City. Yeah. Whatever quarterback is going against Kansas City... They, sh- they have a chance to have a big week. They so. And hopefully they'll have both their star wide receivers healthy. I don't know if they're playing right now, but it's been it's kind of sad to see. Just those guys have just been hurt and sick. We'll find season. out tonight. Some other, other tight ends have been uh, having good success lately. Yeah. So uh, Hunter Henry, he's two, three he's, consecutive weeks in I feel like he's owned in, in most 12-team leagues. Probably. Not not most 10. Not so most 10-team leagues. Uh, and then you get like Zach Ertz, who might have fantasy relevancy. I probably wouldn't pick him up right now. But maybe. Maybe. And then um, Ricky Seals-Jones. I think as long as um, These guys Logan Thomas is out, yeah. I think they'll probably keep their own to the tight end. I, w- I would start... Uh, like You you would have been very happy starting any of these guys any of the last two weeks, so right. why not right. continue starting them this week? Right. Honestly, and throwing out there a possible trade, too, is, I mean, I know it's kind of almost buying high, but I feel like people might underestimate the ceiling with Dallas Goddard. Um, It's tough with Jalen Hurts because he's very inconsistent, but um, Goddard's already been okay with with Hurts, and he was taking up more targets than Goddard was without that. I mean, Hurts relies on the tight end, so I would almost try. I think people might underestimate how good he could be without Hurts. 
here. Truly. We'll see what sure. happens, but... Um, it's what we've always just wanted. Is yep. <laughs> one tight end position in, in Philadelphia. He was so good coming out of college, too. Like, you were like, yeah. this dude's going to be a beast. Um, yeah, week seven. He's going to be absolutely nuts with buys. Um, yep. <laughs> we got... The Bills, the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Jags, the Steelers, the Vikings. There's all on uh, multiple starters on basically all of those teams. Yeah, I mean you've got top, top you've got top five wide receivers, you've got top five running backs, you've got top, you've got multiple top ten wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, all out. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's uh it's gonna be a rough one out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna see a lot of high scores from people that like you don't expect to. Yeah. Um, do you want to buy into that hype at all? No. I, I I think that you just go with guys that you've seen consistent performance out of. Like, I probably won't go and try to do like a Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. When I could like start my Robert Woods or T Higgins. Yeah. Like sure. I'd probably just do the guy that's I have a little bit more faith in. Yep. And his is a little fluky where he had the massive Hail Mary touchdown. Yeah, but you he, know. he was getting some hype going into the game as well, and then obviously totally. delivered, fantasy-wise. 100%. I mean, I would also expect out there, just waivers in general, I feel like if you got a fab budget, people are going to overpay more this this waiver period, I think, than gonna, any other. They, You're going to need to pick up people to start. Yeah. That's just going to be a likely scenario this week. Yeah. So be ready to pay more than you think. For sure. Yeah, the the flexible positions are very weak this week. Yes. <laughs> um, Wordplay. Yeah, um, a few week seven matchups. Um, I think it's a really boring slate of games. I actually didn't even oh. list on here any of the noon or three forty five games. Wow. You can look at the schedule. I but haven't. They, they they are. It's pretty bad. Okay. Um. So I listed the three prime time Broncos at Browns, um, Thursday night. Okay. Colts at Niners Sunday night, Saints at Seahawks Monday night. I think those are truly the three best games of the week. <laughs> those three don't sound that good, Garrett. No, they're just they're the three primetime games. They're those are the bad. three best games? They're, they're up there with them. I'm going to read you the Week 7 slate. But, like, are the Colts or Niners or Saints or Seahawks above 500? No. Okay, so... It's not a good week. <laughs> Broncos at Browns. Yeah, that's that. Both teams are above five hundred there, and Chiefs, that's it. That's it. Thursday night. Chiefs at Titans. Uh, yeah. Washington at Green Bay. Okay. Ra- Ravens at Bengals, like or Bengals at Ravens. That can be close, I guess. Maybe. Panthers Giants. Not going to be fun. Falcons Dolphins. No good. Jets Patriots. No. no. Eagles Raiders. No. <laughs> Lions Rams. Blowout. Yeah. Bucks Bears. <laughs> Bucks in a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> Texans Cardinals. It's like they're Man. all well, nothing. It seems like it's gonna be. There's gonna be good fantasy performances. It's like the Cardinals started with confidence. They're playing the Texans. Rams. Bucks over confidence. the Bears. Rams over the Lions. I get to see Matthew Stafford just going off against the Lions. Oh, for just sure. Brother game. game. Just, just like yep, going off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Last thing, sure. To wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to pull up how our uh, sleeper picks of the year are doing so far. That's a great question. I, I think that's the first um, and only thing that we've like come out and like specifically like vouched players. Yeah. Maybe we did after week one. I didn't even think mine through. I just threw a name out there. Yeah. And, I, and that's my guy. Yeah. I, I gotta stick to my guns. <laughs> uh, so Braden's <laughs> sleeper of the year was Ronald Jones. <laughs> Oof, duh. 
Um, here's what I've written. Irrelevant running back number 72 in points per game. He hasn't achieved over 30 yards. <laughs> i got to be honest. That's I'm, pretty bad. Uh, yeah. I, uh, no, I, I'll die on this hill. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, um, I underestimated Leonard Fournette. Um, he doesn't look fast, but, man, the guy breaks tackles like a madman. And so and he, they just 100% trust in him. It's crazy seeing a last year's 1,000-yard rusher be completely relevant. But it's, 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 it's interesting. I think, I think he'd still be okay. Mm-hmm. I think he's, he could come in and have a few good weeks. I think they're going to rely on other people getting close to the playoffs. Geo's taking some share. I yeah, don't we'll, we'll see. I, I, I don't think he's completely done. I do think he's completely done. I might. Uh, I might. I might. Unless there's I, I would drop him. I mean, he's 100% yeah. droppable. Yes, I'm not saying that. He's I'm saying <laughs> at there, most, might, there most, might be a point in which he's picked up again and played. At All most, right. he's going to have two good weeks, <laughs> and you're not going to start him for the first one. So you probably um, won't start him for the second game. <laughs> I, second half post life sleeper Ronald Jones. No. I think, I think my, we should do a second half sleeper after like week eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, Ronald great call. Jones. Yeah. Um, I had Damian Harris and Corey Davis. I think both guys were consensusly ranked just as high, probably yeah. higher than. It was a, they were they both, weren't as bold of takes. Yeah, they were both late sleepers that like you should draft in the mid rounds. Yep, right. Um, but people are definitely doubting Dam- Damian Harris. Damian Harris, uh, so far, I think it was before they counted this last week, was running back 31 in points per game. He had a good week this week. He did have a good week this week uh, after a couple down weeks. Yep. Um, he has two games over 100 yards this year. I think he's got three touchdowns. Corey Davis is wide receiver 25 in points per game. <laughs> Not startable. He's either a big boom or a massive bust. It's like the poor man's Tyler Lockett, but like really poor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach, Devonta Smith. Yeah, I just want to point out, Damian Harris is 37th ranked running back. So he's this there. week, so he's 31 after his points this week. Oh, he'll, he'll be at 31? When you, yeah, when you look at okay. ESPN, it just sorts by what sure. they are in terms well, of points. I just pulled it up as ESPN one. It says 37. You have to go, yeah. All right, all right. It's 31. I'm just... If you are in a five wide receiver league, then Devonta Smith is the receiver for you. <laughs> <laughs> because consistently, he puts himself in that wide receiver, wide receiver four, wide receiver five range. Yeah. He, he'll get you 13, he'll get you two, he'll get you 11, he'll get you zero, he'll get you 16, <laughs> he'll get you four. Like, there's big weeks, looks great, and then there's nothings. I, I, I don't think he's droppable. I think that he no, could I, still I be a strong him. second half of the year growth candidate. But um, first six games, not a huge fantasy yeah. asset. The three receivers or the three of the four guys we just named as sleepers are not startable. Yeah, right and, and before this week, Damian, Damian Harris, Harris wasn't either. either. Yeah, my started. trade was looking great. Yeah, but I would he, probably he start Damian back. Harris next week. Sure, he's like game script, especially passion. especially on like a terrible bye week. Yeah, like he's a, he's a he's a twelve point guy right. most weeks with some stinkers. Right, yeah. but on in your defense, I mean, I don't think it's any lack of talent on Smith's part. He's looking great on his routes. He looks crisp. He's getting open. I really think it's just. The dysfunction in the Eagles' offense and Jalen Hurts having some major dud games. So we just need Hurts to redeem himself, like he did with his baller toilet bowl <laughs> comment that he made. All right, we need him bounce back, be a baller again. It'll help Devonta Smith. The Eagles get, can turn it around. I mean, it's it's not out of the question. Let's go, Jalen Hurts. He's he's as good as anybody. I'm tattooing that toilet uh, comment on my, 
you know, I might just do it on my thigh or something. I don't know, but um, it's a great quote. What so. a hero! <laughs> All right, well, that's fun. Yeah, man. <laughs> we did it. Thanks for uh, staying with us this long. Yep. Thanks, guys. Hardcore listeners. All, to, all seven of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>